Hi everybody, Happy New Year. Um, I know we're all excited for 2021 and uh, you know, kind of getting away from 2020. Everybody has a 2020 story, I think, at least one of them. Uh, it was a hard year and you know, all of us, we're excited about the new year and new beginnings, frankly. You know, one of our stories, personal stories of 2020, Tammy and I, we, we moved out on this farm uh, a couple years ago and we absolutely love it. It's just awesome. And earlier this year, we've been talking about some chickens and getting chickens. And so I thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll build a coop and we'll get some chickens. And uh, I didn't know anything at all about chickens, raising chickens, what they needed. And so, frankly, I found the plans for this on the Internet and I just thought it looked good. And, um, and you know, after we've taken care of these chickens now for, I don't know how long we've had them, but there was some changes, frankly, that I wanted to make in a coop. And, you know, you learn after you live with something and you maintain it and, and everything. And so uh, when we got our chickens, they were shipped. There was like a chicken apocalypse across the United States. I mean, for a couple weeks, apparently, chickens just died in transit. And so we ordered eight and we received two live ones and there were six had passed away in transition. And you know, these two chickens, they're, they're awesome. And they're pretty much laying eggs every day. You know, we come out and uh, you just kind of lift up the, the nesting box and you find an egg. I, I, it's really awesome. I just, think it's great. If you amortize that egg, however, um, it's not a very good return on investment. But when they finally got the other six chickens shipped out to us, um, these were well mature. And we just got the, the new ones about two months ago. And there's no way we could stick them in with the big chickens. Tammy has wanted some call ducks, and she's talked about that ever since we moved out here, and they're kind of like little baby domestic ducks. And um, so we decided, well, we'll build another coop. This will be an interim one, uh, and they can live there, and they can see the other chickens as they grow, and then when they're mature enough, we'll put them in here, and then in the spring, uh, I'm gonna build a pond and stuff uh, for the call ducks. I had planned on having this move-in ready Thanksgiving. And then, you know, another COVID or another 2020 story, you know, Tammy and I both got COVID and it pretty much knocked that out for a month. And so I just finished this coop about an hour and a half ago and uh, long enough to take a shower and get all the, the chickens in there. Cause the deal is they've been in our house in Tammy's art room for several months now. And I would not advise that at all, you know? Um, but there again, we, we were too sick to finish, finish the coop. And so it's just what it, what it is. And they've been great. Uh, they're real fun and they're very interactive and everything, but they just aren't really designed for, for living inside. One of the things that I, I really thought a lot about was what can I learn from this first coop uh, that I wanted to do differently. And, you know, like I said, the, the cleaning, you kind of got to take the whole back off and we clean it every day. 
there's just some things like that. And so I made a lot of changes uh, based on my experience and really thinking about uh, some of the problems that we've had with this coupe. And, you know, frankly, this one I think is cuter, but that thing is going to be so much easier to maintain. And I, it's just really, really uh, solid, solid coupe. And I thought about that with our discipleship. You know, a lot of Christians today kind of skip the whole deeply reflecting on the trenches of life, prayerfully listening to God. How could I do that differently? And I think that's missing a lot of point of discipleship. One of the things Jesus did with his disciples, if you remember, um, he, he, he journeyed with them, he walked with them, and they spent a lot of time together. And they would eat together and they would see him heal people, see him preach, see him teach. And at one point in the journey, he did the most interesting thing. And I want to read you a passage from Luke chapter 9. Jesus called the 12 together, gave them power and authority over all demons to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. And he said to them, take nothing for your journey, no staff, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, not even an extra tunic. Whatever house you enter, stay there and leave from there. Whatever you, whenever they do not welcome you, as you're leaving that town, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. They departed went through the villages, bringing the good news and curing diseases everywhere. And then a couple verses later, they come back and they talk about their experience with Jesus. To me, that is the most important aspect of discipleship is spending time reflecting, how did that go? And trying to really prayerfully listen, the Holy Spirit, how could this have gone better? What can I learn from this experience? And, and how can this help me to become closer formed in the image of Christ? And one of the things in our church that we've really tried to stress is in our small group ministries, to be able to really debrief life together to spend time and to, to really reflect, how is God trying to change my heart right now so that I can more and more look and, and, and act like God wants me to look and act like. And I think in so much discipleship in so many churches, we, we kind of miss that. And, and frankly, we don't do a good enough job either. Um, and in my own life, you know, I need to do better at that. But one of the things as we start 2021, I really want you to reflect on, how can you use this year, these next 12 months, in, in 12 months from now, to look back and, and how can you see that you progressed as a disciple to, to really grow and to become more and more what God wants you to be. You know, I love New Year. It, it's, it's just filled with new beginnings and it's a time that we all, we, we try to figure out what are my New Year's resolutions going to be? And you know, 
I don't know how often, you know, I want to lose weight or whatever it is, you know. Um, how about really, really prayerfully reflecting? How can God use this year, this 2021? One of the things I've thought a lot about with 2020 is it provided a lot of stimulus for us to choose our response. How I responded to all the crises and all the chaos and all the stuff from 2020. And, you know, sometimes I did okay. Sometimes, man, I could have done a lot better. And that's okay because we're human and that's just the human condition. But, but the, the great thing about discipleship is this opportunity to really reflect and then to learn and then to do better. And I, I really want to challenge you this year to have an intentional spiritual development program and maybe to journey with some other people into church and to really reflect on discipleship and how you can become more and more conformed to the image of Christ. We're going to start a new series uh, next week, and I'm really excited about it. And we'll talk about issues of, of what is the gospel really about and, and what is the hope of the gospel for us. We'll talk about this side of eternity, but also the other side of eternity. What does that look like? What does the Bible promise for us? Um, we are going to have a, a concurrent small group, and uh, I'm going to ask my friend Trevor, if he will talk about this opportunity that we have coming up for small groups. And it might be something that, that the Holy Spirit just nudges you to join in. And, and I also want to stress, you know, there are a lot of people who are not in the Tri-Cities region who are part of our worshiping online community regularly. And you don't have to be in the local community and to be a part of our online groups at least. And so I'd, I'd like to spend a special invitation out for our friends who are beyond the, the Tri-City region to join in a small group. It's just an amazing gift and a blessing to be able to journey through life with others. So Trevor. Thank you so much, Brian, and Happy New Year to you, church. I mean, I am excited that we are moving into 2021. It is great to take the things of 2020, hopefully learn from them, build on them, but move forward into what God has for us, right? I mean, he is always doing a new thing, as the scripture said. Even though he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, he is always doing a new thing. And I'm excited to journey with you guys as we walk into what God's going to do in 2021. I, you know, I read an interesting article by Rick Warren not too long ago. And his church of his Saddleback, about 20,000 people, isn't going to be gathering together for quite a while because of the COVID stuff. And when asked why, you know, why, why aren't they making this a big deal? He said, because our church is still functioning great. I mean, we're out in the community, we're distributing aid and food, we're, we're still meeting as small groups, either remotely or sometimes in houses. We're, we're still reaching out to people, we're sharing a message of hope. And as I was reading that, it, it struck me, like it made my heart glad that that is what we're doing as a church. I mean, we are still reaching out into our community in amazing ways. And in fact, in, in many ways, we are being more the church now than maybe we even were a year ago. 
I mean, the, the amount that we have loved our community and, and, and helped out and served and put stuff in front of people and, and encouraged one another by small groups and, and meeting together. And we are being the church. And actually, we're being a little more of the early church than, than maybe we were before. I mean, when Paul wrote letters, right, to Ephesus or Philippi or Galatia, wherever, it's not like he wrote a letter to a group of people that gathered in a big compound like this. He wrote people that were well, scattered over the city. He wrote these letters to the church in these cities where people came together and encouraged one another in homes and, and inspired each other to, to take this message of the gospel of hope out to the world. And I, get, I see our church doing that. And we have an amazing opportunity to seize that going into this next year. One of the ways we're going to do that is we're going to start talking about what is this good news of the gospel? What is this hope that we have? And, and to do that, we're going to do a six-week study starting the week of January 10th on Surprised by Hope, which is a book by N.T. Wright, as he reframes what does it mean to be a Christian? What does it mean to live our hope and our faith out into the world? And what is this message that we actually have to share? I mean, is it a get out of jail free card where someday we don't go to hell and we go to heaven? Is that really all it is? Or is it so much more? And we're actually going to do this study in, in varying forms in different ways for the youth group, for the men's group, and for small groups. And I would encourage you, man, if you're part of our church and, and your focus here has been around the Sunday morning worship, maybe broaden that a bit. Let's get connected with a small group. Get connected to people and, and get pushed and challenged and grow and, and stretch your thinking and and learn to understand a little bit more of how God is calling us as a church into our world. Because we have an amazing opportunity to be the body of Christ for, well, the Tri-Cities, not just for us. And so, man, I hope you're worshiping. I'm glad you're tuned in and you're worshiping God with us. But more than that, let's keep growing and encouraging one another, sharing this message of hope, serving those who are hurting, and being the hands and feet of Christ for our community. Thank you so much for joining us, and I'm excited to see where this God who is always doing a new thing takes us in 2021. God bless. You know, I read that same article uh, from Rick Warren, and there was a lot in there, and one of the things he said that just resonated with me the majority of churches are, you know, they're wanting to just um, rush back to gathered worship and, uh, and there's a place for that, don't get me wrong. But the thing he said is, the reason they're trying to rush back into worship is because they've realized that's kind of all they got. And they, they just don't really focus on the mission, they don't focus on, um, you know, the discipleship aspects, it's all just the show that happens in the sanctuary once a week. And he was saying, you know, from their church, that, that's just not where they're at. And I, I really thought, how incredibly relevant. And, you know, there was another article that I read where, you know, we, we need prophets at this point to, to push us places that we don't want to go. And Rick Warren certainly has been one for, for a lot of people in the United States over the years. And I think for us to think about 
The church in the New Testament, what did they do? Well, like I said earlier, you know, Jesus had them journey alongside him and they saw him heal people. They saw him feed people. They saw him listen to people and journey with people and cry with people and laugh with people. And at one point, he sent them out to do what he did. And then he brought them back and they debriefed the situation. They talked about it. Don't you think that's what the church is to do, to be the body of Christ here today in this world? And man, as we leave 2020 and we go into 2021, I don't think there's ever been a greater time, a greater need for the body of Christ to, to really embody what we read Jesus doing in the New Testament. That's our call. We need each other to help us along that journey. And that's what these ministries are all about. How can you, as we go into this next year, how can you get a little bit closer to the model of discipleship that Jesus gives us in the New Testament? I am so excited for 2021, and I am so excited for us as a church to grow even further in our call to, to feed the hungry and to clothe the naked. What an opportunity we have in this beginning year to listen to God's call and to join each other as we journey as a church community. Will you join me in prayer? Lord, I thank you for this new beginning. I thank you for hope. I thank you for the gospel. I thank you for the opportunity that you give us to be able to reflect your love, that your Holy Spirit might work through us and that we might be your body redeemed by your blood. We ask that 2021 might be an amazing year of growth for our church as we seek to pursue your call to be the body of Christ. In your son's name we pray, amen.